Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. How are you, friend? Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour. I have a confession to make. I just had a biscuit. Am I on a diet? Yes. Did I enjoy the biscuit? Yes. Do I regret it? No. I don't think you should ever regret a biscuit. Maybe the interviewee on this episode of the Paul Leslie Hour would concur. This is a very authentic interview, I think. This was recorded right on the street in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. My wife and I did this interview with Carrie Morey. She wanted to share the biscuits that her mother Callie made with the world. She turned it into a very successful business. As I mentioned, this was recorded at their Charleston, South Carolina location. There's also one in Atlanta, Georgia. And I understand there's another one now in Charlotte, North Carolina. The biscuits are also available at retailers. And what can I say? They're a runaway success. I hope you all enjoy this interview. Again, please be a little forgiving with the sound. It was recorded on a bustling city street. And you will listen to this interview and realize why she is the Biscuit Queen. Let me know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen... You're hearing a lot of noise because we're on King Street in Charleston, South Carolina. We're talking with the Queen of the Biscuits. <laughs> Thanks. Terry Mori. Yes. Thank you very much for making the time to talk to us. Absolutely. Welcome to Charleston. Okay, so hot enough for you? It's it's lovely. <laughs> What is the secret to a good biscuit? Oh, I would say the main secret is making it by hand, which I think is a little bit of a dying art, and not many people do it that way anymore. At least that's been the secret to my success. And how do you manage to do that, uh, considering the fact that your business has grown so much and you sell hundreds of thousands of biscuits a month? How do you manage to do that? Because it's, it, of course, it's a lot more work than. Well, you know, we're in our we're in our twelfth year of business, and we have somehow been lucky enough to have an incredible team of bakers that have been very loyal to me. And some may come and go, but they all seem to be very passionate about what we are doing and the art that we're teaching them. So I've just been really blessed with an incredible staff of people and there's no way that I could do it without them. Some of the people that are my veteran bakers have been with me since the very beginning before I could even pay them. So it has really nothing to do with me and all to do with my great team. Mm -hmm. Now you just mentioned you were not able to pay the bakers at first. It was a lot of, a lot of struggle to start this business. I read a little bit about it. Could you tell us a little bit about your beginnings? Well, when I started, when I had the idea to do it in 2004, not only was there the idea of a biscuit business didn't exist, it was hard to convince anyone that that was a good idea. <laughs> so, you know, I was taking quite a bit of a risk. And so in the beginning, we didn't have much business, but I had good friends and people that were willing to let me take them to dinner and buy them a glass of wine here and there to help me experiment and get the word out and and try to get this business off the ground. How did you get loyalty? How does anybody get loyalty from someone? 
That's a great question. You know, for me, loyalty comes from having a great product and having great customer service. I think that sometimes great customer service is even more important than the product. Because, you know, I know not everybody is going to like my biscuits and not everybody is going to understand and appreciate them. But if they had a good experience, even if it started out as a bad one, you know, my goal has always been to make everybody happy. So I definitely have a little bit of an edge because eating biscuits usually makes people happy. But even when they're not happy, as long as their experience was good and they came out of it with a good taste in their mouth, no pun intended, that's really the goal. And that's how I think that I've created loyalty. What's the greatest compliment you've gotten? Probably that we've had great customer service. I mean, I I love our biscuits. I know that we have a great following and that many people love our biscuits. But to me, the customer experience is so much more important because today there are so many great food experiences. Food is definitely in the forefront of everyone's entertainment. And if, if, if we can have a good customer service experience and people... Remember that, and that's what really creates the loyalty is remembering that experience and then wanting more. Do you still make biscuits yourself, or do most of, does most of your staff do the work? Well, I mean, I definitely bake biscuits. And are, am I counted on on a daily basis to produce a certain number? No. You know, my job has evolved, and I'm the business owner, and now I have technically three businesses, one in a different state. So a lot of what I do is logistics planning, making sure everybody has what they need, making sure dealing with problem solving on a daily basis. But there's really no place that I'd rather be than baking biscuits because that is a calm, serene place that can kind of take the day that can become stressful and make it really nice and easy. So I definitely bake biscuits. I bake biscuits at home, not often, but we do it. My girls love to do it, and I love to, to get my hands in the dough for sure, often. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think, I know you have three daughters. Yes. And do you think they will carry on with the tradition of baking biscuits? You know, we talk about that a lot, and, you know, they say that now. They're very young. They're 11, 9, and 8. So whether or not they carry on the tradition, I don't know, but I do hope that I am instilling in them a good work ethic and the desire to be successful and be able to multitask and be a mom themselves and have a career, it would really surprise me if at least one of them didn't do something within the food and beverage or entertainment sector. Between the businesses that I have and the entertaining that we do naturally at home, I think it just has become second nature to them. So I hope so, but it doesn't. It's not going to bother me if they don't. Was there a particular time throughout this journey that you've been on where you found or thought, "Wow, gosh, this has just gotten so much bigger. Look at it now." That actually happens on a weekly basis, and and usually the next sentence after that comes to mind is, what the hell am I doing? I just wanted to ship some biscuits to people. And, you know, people ask me all the time, is this what you had in mind? Is this, was this your original vision? And, you know, no, it wasn't. My original vision was, can I feed my passion, which is somehow to be involved in the food world in a career sense, and also be a successful mom? So can I have that balance? And 
while I do think that I have been blessed and have achieved that, naturally with our success becomes, well, what should we do now? What can we do now? Well, this would be really fun to do. And then you have to go back to, why did I start this business? I started it because I wanted to have the balance of being a mom and having a successful business. So that struggle is hard. And people ask me all the time, where are you going to, what are you going to do next? What store are you going to open next? What biscuit are you going to? And I just try not to think about what I'm going to do next. I like to let it come to me naturally when it's supposed to happen. As I get older and wiser, I realize that things happen for a reason and timing is of the utmost importance. And so I've just kind of started letting it come to me and really remembering why I wanted to do this in the beginning and treasuring my children as they quickly grow old. <laughs> so I have very fond memories from my childhood baking cakes and biscuits, biscuits and cookies with my mom and I know your mother is a well-known caterer here I mean she used to be she's yes. retired now right yes yes so I was wondering what's what are your first memories from the kitchen together with your mother learning how to bake learning the precious recipes that I suppose you use today yes well actually my childhood memories are really baking with my grandmother on my father's side my parents were divorced when I was really young and I live with my father and I have countless memories of making cakes and cookies and pies and biscuits with my grandmother the biscuit that she made is not the biscuit that we make today at Callie's but my memories of cooking with my mom started in my teenage years in the height of her catering career where she would make biscuits and all kinds of other stuff and I was really her prep person and then I was the person that would serve at her party so I feel like I've had you know my whole life matriarchs that have set incredible culinary examples for me throughout you know from the time I could even remember as young as three and four up, up until now they still do so I, I have lots of really great memories of not just baking, but cooking and being in the kitchen and entertaining and family suppers. And, you know, to me, that's really what being a Southern woman is. What is the dream that you have that has not yet been fulfilled? Or is it, is there one? You know, I don't know that I have a dream that hasn't been fulfilled. I feel pretty blessed. I can't ask for a lot more. I have a great balance. I have an incredible family. I have 50 employees starting out from one to now 50, which is a hard thing to even fathom for me. I have three businesses that are right now thriving, and my hope and dream is that it will just continue and that the path that I am supposed to be on will continue in a positive manner. And if I'm supposed to grow, then I'll grow. And if I'm not, then we'll just do what's supposed to happen. I don't, I don't really want to put any... I feel like I have achieved my goals. So... I am ready to do more if that's where I'm supposed to be, and if I'm not, I'm fine with that too. What is the most important thing that being in business for yourself has taught you along these years? I would say I think that there is not just one thing. I mean, there are a couple things that come to mind immediately, and the first thing is being honest is always the most important way to go. I've learned that. and having balance and never forgetting why you started it and always going back to what I call my mission statement. Why did I want to be in this business? Why did I create this opportunity for myself? I think sometimes you can get caught up in running the business and all the growth opportunities and lose sight of why you started it. So I try really hard to not forget that. 
And I think the last thing I would say is that I want to empower everyone that I touch. So I feel that I have a responsibility with the people that I employ to be good to them, to create an opportunity for them, to help them grow, and if they want to continue with me, great, and if not, help them in any way that I can to help them on their path to their dreams. So I think that is a really big responsibility as a business owner is you are dealing with people's lives, and it's important that you are invested in that. Karina was saying that the, the biscuit as we know it in America, it's not it's not known in a lot of places. There are places that don't have that exact, uh, Sure. I don't know if you call it pastry, bread, whatever. But for anyone, because we, we have a lot of people all over the world that have read our pieces, what would you say to anybody who's reading this, just totally open-ended? I mean, you reach people through biscuits, but you're selling more than biscuits. You're selling an experience. You know, for me, my message to people is do what you love. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, then you ought to get out. And anything is possible. I mean, I never thought in a million years that I'd be where I am today. And for me, it's not about money. It's about success, creating opportunities, feeling like people within my food peer group are impressed by me. That's what it's about to me. And making, setting a good example for my children and my friends, and making people that I love proud of me. That that's what it's about for me. Because life is short, and at the end of the day, you got to do what you love, or else. You're going to lead a pretty miserable life. So that's what I'd say. <laughs> you just mentioned success just a minute ago, and I was wondering, what exactly does success mean to you? Success to me is balance and happiness and being at peace with yourself, knowing that you are working as hard as you can and you're also having as much fun as you can and you've got a great balance in life and you feel good about yourself. You know, success to me is that's. The reason that I think that I'm so motivated to continue on with Callie's is because I get my confidence from my success in business. It's not really, like I said, about money for me. It, it is a way for me to feel good about myself. And then in turn, I am a role model for three little people plus 50 other employees. So I hope that I can inspire someone else to do something that they love and find their own success. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Now it's time to eat the biscuits. Indeed. <laughs> the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. Bop, bop. A doodly zing bang booyah ducky jap a doona cock a boodly ka sabiti punk a chila pak a do zilly bonk a total luck a punk goodbye.